Hey everyone, it's Eric. Uh, just before the episode starts, I wanted to give everyone a heads up that Simon's microphone is mm, acting a little funny. So there's a little bit of audio distortion that comes and goes, and I just wanted to give you the heads up so you don't think there's something wrong with whatever you're listening to. Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers! <laughs> With attitude. That's, That's correct, correct, Alpha. Teenagers. With attitude. What's up, bro? Really, your Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And this week, uh, that's right, the Psycho Rangers are back to to die. But that's okay, because it's the big conclusion to an arc that I forgot was an arc and happening. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. I'm Zach. Joining me this week, it's just Simon. It's just me. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's uh, been, you know, we're still kind of coming out of holidays, so it's mm-hmm. been tricky to schedule, yep. and uh, I've had a couple with a few less people, but it's been a good time, um, so I, and also, it's been forever since we've had yeah, you yeah. on. M- much, much like the Psycho Rangers, I'm, I'm coming back all of a sudden to for like a, a, a highlight episode uh, after I've been gone for a while, and I just... You know, I, I hope right. I'll last longer and not turn into a card by the end of this. But the- also, also like the Psycho, Psycho Rangers, you've been revived by uh, new technology. Yes, okay. that's right. You got I got a, a computer. computer. <laughs> All right. So friends at home who don't follow my life, what happened is in early November, my computer died. Like my hard drive straight up stopped working. So I couldn't be on. That's why I couldn't be on for a while. I also couldn't work from home. So for like a month and a half, which... Took me right up until Omicron. I had to go to the office physically. And then I got, like, I ordered the new computer, like, the day that my computer started acting up. So, yeah, this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up because, like, I feel like everybody's talk, you know, you're, if you're listening to this later, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully we're out of COVID, Mm -hmm. but who fucking knows? Uh, But right now, everybody's been talking about supply chain stuff for for months and months at this point. But, I really was pretty shocked it took you like two months to get yep. a, a pre-built it, it, too. It was right? a month and a right? half. Yeah, it was. Well, no, it's it, it was like a 
it was a build to order, I guess. From it's okay. a it's a Dell computer. I got an Alienware, so PC master race people can judge me all they want at this point. But my my uh, reasoning was that if I go to Dell's website and say I want this computer and I take a fairly basic build, they would have the parts and can send it to me pretty fast. And it took them like forty days before they even shipped it. So, I think that's still generally the case right now that, yeah. that it's easier to get a pre-built one than to try to find a graphics card yeah. and oh, shit. Yeah, and I, I your, didn't even try yourself. to get a 3090 or whatever. Like my computer, the yeah. new computer I have doesn't do 4K straight up. I don't have a 4K monitor anyway. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get a, fine, a good like 1080 computer. That's what I got. I'm but, not the biggest tech nerd, but... From what I understand, 4K for PCs, people are less sure you really need it because yeah, you're well, sitting right next to it and also because I mean, your computer can't, like... If uh, you have a big monitor and it's on your desk and you're sitting right in front of it, you might appreciate it more, but also you might just not see the whole picture because you, you've got your face right, right up to it. Right, like, so yeah, I, yeah. Needing a huge-ass monitor on your desk is, is yeah. less of a thing, I think. Yeah, but I mean, so you know, gamers do it. I've seen, right, I've seen sure. that. I've seen that ten-hour cyberpunk video where Tim Rogers spends like half an hour talking about his new computer. So I've seen oh it. Oh my god, it happens. My my um, I've used my weird monitor thing is that I got the privilege of using a curved one at work, and I hated Ooh. it. Oh, I really okay. did not like it. At you got all. to live it. Yeah, had- and and people. Say really nice things about them. I didn't. I did not like it. I, I don't really get it, the point. But my, whatever. My, my one experience with 4K is that I use a 4K TV at work for some stuff, but it doesn't even have like a PS5 or anything hooked up to it. So the best I got was like upresed PS4 stuff that I saw on it, and it's it wasn't didn't blow me away much. So I'm not I, I'm not convinced that yeah. 4K is real. So I, fi- I finally got, I did get a new TV. I can't remember if I talked about it on here. I had a whole thing with my TV, uh, but, uh, but I finally got one and I have a PS five and got it set up and I've got mm-hmm. 4k with HDR and it's it, like, it's nice. Yeah. I, I, think, I don't know. Uh, it's like, it's definitely not like, to, it's definitely not to me like PS two to PS three. You know, like mm-hmm. it's nothing like that. It's definitely not from, 480 it's, to 1080. It's, it's diminishing like, returns at this point, right? So right, I don't feel... Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be an old man. What's that Douglas Adams quote? Everything that gets invented after you're 35 is like bad and against the natural order of yeah, things. exactly. So I'm yeah. like that, but I'm right about it, things like yeah. NFTs and also 4K. So there you go. I, I mean, I'm, I, I pretty much wanted uh, to get that shit set up because I know that like games are going to not need it, but like just... At some point, they're not going to make not 4K stuff, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, that's just that's, how it goes. I, at some point, I'm going to, like, be grandfathered into having a 4K screen because it's just, like, I'm going to go to the store or the internet yeah. store and be like, 1080p TV, and it's, it's going to be some weird, like, brand I've never heard of, and it's going to be a tiny screen, and it's going to be, like, $80. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm pr- I should probably just get a 4K from, like, an unshitty... That's what Brand. I did with. That's how I did with um, 1080. Like I, mm-hmm. I went from. Uh, I resisted. Uh, like I got a really crappy 720 TV. Mm-hmm. Like when I need when I got an Xbox 360, and then I was like, "This is good. This is all I need forever." Yeah. And and eventually I got a 1080 because like. Yeah. 
the technology just became became cheap enough. But anyway, if you are at home and you're like, I I gotta have a 4K, you really don't. Like, it's not that. I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. like, if if you cannot afford one, I wouldn't be freaking out about it. It's not not that big of a difference. Uh, It's definitely not like when you switched from standard yeah. f to high def and it's like oh yeah oh, I, when, like, when i got like that 720 in college when i had a ps3 like the first year i had a ps3 i had it hooked up to a crt with like the old cables and stuff because yeah. you know didn't know better that's that's the only tv i'd ever known so and then i got like that 720 and holy shit this this is it was i remember different. playing uh dead rising for xbox three yeah. xbox that xbox was the game 360 or xbox i can't uh 360 xbox. yeah because because that was the first that was like one of the early HD games where yeah. the text was unreadable you, if you were on a CRT exactly you can play it on you could play it on a CRT or for mm-hmm. a standard FTV but like you could not read the text yeah. so it, it it was that was the first game where I was like oh I guess I could yeah. can't just do this I, I wonder how, how many people switched to HD because of that the text in that game you might think it was probably more done than you that think. way on purpose but actually it was probably just that. Capcom only had HDTVs to test. Yeah, they probably didn't didn't design it it for. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I get that. It's like, uh, you know, like I used to be a web designer and I remember um, people being like, how come this doesn't work on Internet Explorer 4? And I would be like, well, I just didn't think of that, to be completely honest with Uh you. Like, why would I have done that? So um, there's also there's always weird bugs with like different language different versions of windows and different locations that use different alphabets and stuff that can cause like uh incompatibilities and like sometimes crashes in pc games and stuff that no one thinks like there's no one at the office at a game developer testing the game in russian just to check unless they're russian and they know that they're the one person in the office that would think to do that right like at some point you can't test even I mean, you're a game tester, uh, uh-huh. and and like you know, you can't test everything. It's impossible. There's like too many variations uh-huh. of technology yep. and uh, like equipment and and languages. So like mm-hmm. at some point, you just have to be like, well, we didn't think about using the Cyrillic alphabet and the fact yep. that it would spill over uh, yep. on off the screen. Like, whoops, sorry. And that's why um, there's, you know, internet and patches now because you release the game and then you get like every player in Russia that's like, this doesn't work. And then you go, whoops. Yeah. And there's a patch. And then you can fix it, which is yep. nice. Um, unless you're, uh, unless you're uh, an internet, um, a logging software that the entire internet uses and then uh-huh. you patch out the big problem, <laughs> but your patch also has a problem. Uh-huh. Boy, yeah, that, that, was, that happens. Uh huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, that's this has been inside. your New Year's resolution talk, everyone. So, yeah. also got your first dad joke of the year right there. So, you're welcome. Yep. 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 Oh, wow. That was bad. I liked yeah. it, though. I yeah. went through a lot of emotions just now. I think it was good. <laughs> I give you everything. My, my show that's, where has everything. that's where I've landed is I think it was good. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the Matrix resurrection, Resurrections of podcast guests. Do you have? Yeah, exactly. Did you, do you have any New Year's resolutions before we talk about that? There's no uh, news, by the really, way. Not really. No, like, like, yeah, yeah besides that bad joke I just made. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. I mean. Yeah. Uh, it, like I, I – 
I did a goof on New Year's where I posted just New Year on social media because, you know, the happy kind of like feels like jinxing it at this point. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely am done being like, well, maybe this year (laughs) is gonna just don't say that. Knock on wood, throw salt over your shoulder or whatever. Yeah, pessimism is the word of the day here. So, expect the worst and uh, hope to survive. 2022, we'll, we'll, we can do it. Yep. 20 shitty to expect the worst. You're welcome, (laughs) McElroy's. We just did your bit. Yeah, that's right. All right. So here we are. Uh, It's 2022. uh, And we're going to talk about Power Rangers in Space, episode 39, Ghosts in the Machine. And uh, I'm going to catch you up real quick because I feel like you maybe didn't watch the episode before this, or maybe you did. I, what do you, did you? We appreciate you if you did. Yeah, I, I did watch it. I watched it earlier. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. watch the episode before this. There's the previously on thing where, like, just what I oh, got okay. is that the Psycho Rangers are dead and there was some kind of fish monster that I got absolutely. And there's a baby. So I have no idea what that was about. This has Oh, don't worry about that. We, we, we're not going <laughs> to talk about him because uh, we just. Listen, we had a big thing where we argued over whether or not the baby was the worst or the best, uh, but that's fine. Yeah, so basically, the astronomer has kidnapped, uh, built like a city, and and she's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kidnap all these people, yep. put them here, and then I'm gonna use that turn them into monsters. Did you Did okay. you guys make any like Bioshock jokes about the underwater city? Well, th- it, so it wasn't underwater until oh. this episode. Oh, Here's okay, okay. So we get we get to like unseal that 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 yes. that hot envelope of content right there. Yeah, and, exactly. And like to do like pull out the Bioshock quotes. Excellent. Yeah, she she she. So she. I don't know if she built the city or if she just fat like took over a city and because yeah, she it, she she took over the underwater city that exists. Well, this is- well, no, no, because <laughs> see, in the last episode, they're just in this this city, uh, and uh, okay. there's all these citizens that have been kidnapped and taken there, and uh, they have to get everybody out or try to get everybody out. And then, as they're trying to do that, Astronema teleports the entire city and everyone in it away, okay, which is so where does, like, we we're, start we're, uh, here. We're more like a brainiac thing. Point, yes, not, like, she's tiny. moving this city around into and, a bottle. And yes, yeah, exactly. So she's moving it around, mm-hmm. and in this episode, it's a little confusing, and that's why I wanted to to say that because we open, and I like, I genuinely don't understand like what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, they're here. Fl- they're going to a cruise ship, and I was like, okay, I guess we're going to a cruise ship, and something happened. So there's. None of that in the previous episode. This is just no, a thing now. That's the thing. So so seriously, like, okay. They they say like Alpha says that the, the missing people are are on this cruise ship or or like the reading um uh uh from the city is in this area. Okay. And they there's two minutes of them running around this yeah. cruise ship. It's Two minutes of Sentai ship. footage, clearly, yes. that they just took and went, well, we can write dialogue on top of this. And, and it's also, pretty good? It, well, it's ten- It's like nicely tense, mm-hmm. um, but 
there's a couple things. One is that nothing happens. Yeah. Like this two minutes could not be in that I mean, episode. It's, it's, and it's it'd be spooky fine. because there's yes. no one there, and there's like a bunch of objects <clears throat> that indicate that people were teleported away from their the yes. lives they were living on that ship. The other thing, though, is that you know how when you're on a cruise ship, the whole oh, yeah. ship just violently <laughs> shakes back and forth the whole time that <laughs> yes. you're on there. How there's always a violent storm every time you're on a ship, even though it looks pretty clear outside. Yeah, so I'm a little sick. If you could tell in my oh, voice, oh god, I'm and sorry. I was watching this and I was like, why is it? Because okay, I understand they're trying to like simulate we're on a boat, and so yeah. we've shot it a little differently, but like. They're really just wiggling that yeah, camera the, 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 all Their around. camera operator was like, whoa. Yes, exactly. It's like they're doing like a, a Wayne's World bit or something. They're just doing yes. it and waving all over the place. It's all over the place. And I was just like, oh, God, please. But <laughs> so, yeah, they keep, as you said, they're finding stuff where it's like, uh, oh, there's just some spaghetti here. So there's I like guess a, that- bare, or a barely started cigarette in an ashtray. There's like a plate full of spaghetti. Some glasses yeah. of water. Uh, I think. F- T- Sorry. Good. No, you good. I, said, <coughs> I was gonna say. I think TJ like finds uh, like a running shower and like he kind of barges in. So this, lucky yes, that there's no is, one there. This is what I was gonna say. TJ here is a shower running and is like, "There's a person in there," and so he goes in and there's not anyone in there. Good thing because I mean, otherwise he, 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 he does disgusted. knock and call and like assume sure. that if someone was in there and was fine they would have answered so yeah i guess that's true but yeah tj does just bust into a room with uh and i just watched home alone too so i was thinking about <laughs> that's like that clown that with the with yeah. frank's voice and the, the exactly. voice thing yeah uh boy I mean, we don't have to do a whole thing about home alone cuz <laughs> everybody's done home alone bits uh-huh. but Kevin is a psychopath in uh, the second one. He just, one. like, he starts with tossing bricks off of, like, the third floor of a building it, onto Mark's face right. four times. That's the in first the, trap. In the first one, it's like, okay, this child has, like, a couple of these things are, like, a little extreme, but also he thinks that they're going to kill him. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. In the second one, it's like... The first, yeah, like you said, literally the first thing he does is throw a bunch of bricks at a guy's face, and it's uh-huh. like, well, that's so <laughs> that's, okay. That's, that's a funny trap, slapsticky, right? Then he right, electrocutes yeah. him. Yeah. Also, that's not. Also, that's yes. Yeah. Also, he he literally blows up, like explodes uh-huh. Joe Pesci. So yeah, how, I don't know. Harry does like a handstand on the toilet. I don't like when I saw that. I was like, wait a minute, why would yeah. he do it like that? It's 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 why like yeah the second one is in, in a wild uh, escalation in, yep. in violence levels. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh. So so TJ busts in on this uh shower, but there's nobody in there. Um. And so they they keep looking around and finally uh just realize like oh, okay I guess nobody's here. So. That's There's a TV fine. playing a monster movie, and Cassie yes. hears it and assumes that it's people. It's it's like all the weird bits of like thinking there's someone there, but there's no one. It's right. Pretty extended. The, the, what I don't understand is is I just don't like. Okay, so there was a city, and she teleported it uh-huh. away, and we're gonna find out that it's underwater. 
in the interim, she just put them on the cruise ship for <laughs> yeah, a little while. Like, is is this astronomer's cruise ship? Were there people yeah, going yeah, on a cruise before the people? Like, first of all, there's a lot more people in the city that fit on a cruise ship. So, I don't know, right. like, the geometry of what happened there. I mean, cruise ships are big, but yes, totally. Yeah. It's it it doesn't make a lot of sense. It also just doesn't like why did I don't just. I, I guess needed, like the cruise ship was a buffer because she needed to move the city underwater and she needed to put the people somewhere in the meantime. That's oh, the thing okay. That's the yes. closest amount of sense. She but, had to build the dome, the underwater yeah. dome first. Yeah. So first she had to move this. So first she moved the city to like somewhere else maybe mm-hmm. it's just like on the moon for a little while and uh-huh. then she moved the people to the cruise ship and then she built the dome and then she this really considering she can just make or uh summon monsters i feel like this plan is unnecessarily complicated yeah and also like how much time elapsed during all this how is it like yeah we don't in know a day? really yeah because because like they were just fight like the last thing we saw is they were fighting a monster in that city, and then uh, they all get teleported away. Uh, the other thing to note is that <clears throat> Sylvie, who is a little girl that Carlos has a friendship with because mm-hmm. she blackmailed him, uh, oh, great. Uh, is is in that city. So, like, he he yeah. specifically is like, oh, I gotta yeah. get 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 her back. Um, Wh- the other thing I'm wondering is these people like got abducted by astronomer and teleported on a ship, and some of them decided to put on a monster movie. Someone decided to take a shower at this point. Yeah, I, everybody I get, was just chilling. This they made some spaghetti, which is yeah. Good. I get. I yeah. mean, I get. I get the spaghetti and the cigarette because you know that's what gotta that, kill some time. You, you have to eat, and like if you're stressed, like if you're smoking, maybe you smoke. Fine, like but you know. Maybe I would be like, before I get naked and get in the shower after I got teleported to this ship, maybe I would think about it. Yeah. I also do like the concept of, like, the fact that I guess some Quantrons made some spaghetti, which is just <laughs> oh, good to just think like, about. The staff of the ship was Quantrons. It was like, it's fully catered. Welcome, welcome. Come in. Okay, these are your rooms. These are your assignments. You'll be here for a couple hours and then t- yeah. teleported to Rapture. Don't worry yeah. about it. Exactly. Uh, eat your heart out, putty bowl. This is uh-huh. the fucking Quantron cruise ship. This is the Quantron cruise ship. ship, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, we, we do cut to wherever they are, like, which is, I guess this is part of the city, we find out later. So mm-hmm. they're underwater at this point. Um, and, uh, which I guess they sort of set up because they, sh- oh no, they do show it. They straight up show it. They ho- show the underwater city dome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Astronema has uh, some guinea pigs for an experiment, which in this case is Balkan Skull. Here they are. Hey, everybody. Yep. We get to and see them again. Professor Phenomenus, everyone's favorite character. Everyone's favorite uh, near near mass murderer, but not quite <laughs> Professor Phenomenus. Uh, they have been captured. Uh, they were shown to be captured in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, they're being experimented on. So there's this big device that comes down overhead uh, and starts showing a light, shining a light on them. And I do like that Balkan Skull just starts screaming before uh-huh. they even know what it does. I mean, they, they, they can guess. Yeah. They've been through this ringer before. 
It's just like, listen, it's bad. I don't know exactly what There's it's There's a laser do. pointed at us. It looks like a Tron thing. <laughs> Are we going to get tron And yeah, kind of, but it's yeah, more of a Yu-Gi-Oh get- thing because they get turned into cards. Yes, so they get turned into data cards, which uh-huh. are these green plastic uh, cards. And Astronomer's like, aha, they're data cards, and I can use them however I want. Now, how, how things- is that? Why? Yeah, so first of all, she doesn't really, like, she never says what she's going to do with these. At the end, Professor Phenomenus says that, we were about to be turned into mindless zombies, but he's an idiot. So I don't yeah. know can't trust if that's what he's correct. Um, I, she had I, said, I, I, I guess pr- that she can transport like this whole rack of cards to some kind of prison colony to make well, them well, do slave labor. But in a, in a already- previous episode, she said she was going to use humans to make an army, but they never follow up on that. And she doesn't reference that really in this episode. So okay. it's, it's very like I guess she's gonna make them into monsters, but like she doesn't say that. But and I mean, how? Okay, so yeah, they've been turned into cards, but their their entire being is their mind and body. It's all like encoded as data. So, do, do they want to put those cards in like robot bodies? Because at this point, you have a bunch of like non-cooperative right. humans. I literally don't and know because like. Because if you can use these data to turn into bodies, which mm-hmm. they can, they can turn them yeah. back into people. If you have that technology, then just make people out of data, like yeah. you don't, or, or monsters you, 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 out of data. Ma- you don't ma- need... make already loyal people or whatever monsters, yeah. robots, something. Because the like the Psycho Rangers like are in the computer for some reason and get turned into cars by the end of this. So like it works with monsters also. Yeah, so just fucking make them out of whole cloth. Just design your perfect monster on the on a data card and then turn it into a real monster. But yeah. no, they don't do anything that makes sense. The other thing that's that's funny to me is that uh, Bulk, Skull, and Phenomenus are each on a separate card. Mm-hmm. And then later they'll put like 60 people on one card, uh-huh. which I well, guess they, just shows it's, how it's, I'm... It takes right. more data when you're a more important character in the yeah, story. Yeah, if you have a name, it takes up a lot more they, space. They have they have a lot more backstory. They're like all their not all the lines they've ever said are on the card, so that it oh, t- that right. takes more space than Sylvie, who said four things about her like teddy bear or whatever, and that's yeah. So they they say, um, okay, we're gonna bring in the next group, and yeah, then it's like sixty people that they bring uh-huh. in here, and you do see Sylvie, uh, which it's a quick uh, note. Last episode, um, I mentioned uh, that on Ranger Wiki, it said that last episode was the last appearance of the character Sylvie, which would have been pretty fucked up because she was teleported away. And I was like, I guess she's just dead. But no, she's here. And Ranger Wiki was just wrong again. Um, Also, I misspoke. It's a doll and a teddy bear. Sorry, Sylvie. Yes, she is holding a doll. um, And so... The rangers uh, have scanned Earth's surface, and they say, it's not there. We've scanned the entire surface. And Carlos is like, oh, God, save my friend Sylvie. Which I, I'm, I'm teasing because that is how they, they became uh, 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 friends, I guess. But mm-hmm. I do like, actually, we, we've said before, it sucks that there's no civilians, really, mm-hmm. in these latter seasons. Yeah. And it's actually kind of nice to have Carlos like have a specific yeah, care, thing care that he's someone. worried about. Yeah. 
Um, so they they say that uh, they they figured it out that it's under the sea under the sea because mm-hmm. the scanner just points to waves and they're like, oh well, clearly that must mean good it's good under scanner. The ocean. It's like scanners yeah. like I I'm not gonna worry about that. It's like an ocean there. I mean, I guess on some level it makes sense because the sea is like three kilometers deep and there's a bunch of whales and fish in there. And you don't want to scan all of that, maybe. And what, right. what are the odds that there's another water city, I guess? So Cassie is like, all right, um, well, how are we going to get there? And Andros is like, I have a great idea. We'll come up from underneath it. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean, Andros? <laughs> none of the none of their entry into the sea makes any sense because and they don't do that. Nope. nope. And he's like, That'll, that way they'll never expect us. And then we see them getting into the mega tank, which still uh-huh. exists. Don't forget that it exists because yep. it's in three episodes or whatever. Yep. And they just like uh, drop from orbit, I guess, like massive yeah, exile. It, it comes out of the sky and then they show them underground. So I guess the idea being, but it doesn't look underground. I guess what what I what I like. You don't see water either, but. I interpreted it as they're driving on the seafloor. And then like right. what I saw was that they crashed into the side of the glass bubble or whatever. And but that's not going under it or anything. I guess I no. guess it's supposed to be a tunnel, but it's not very clear. Yeah, I think what it's supposed to be is that they like tunnel under the bottom of the ocean floor mm-hmm. and then come up, but that that's yeah. very complicated. But they, 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 they also like crashed through a vertical wall, which right. would yes. seem to indicate is the side of the bubble. And also, like, the next establishing shot, they seem to be looking at the city from up on a cliff somewhere, so they're not underneath it at all. I don't yeah, it does it. not make any sense, yeah. <laughs> um, we see these Psycho Ranger ghosts uh, who are there to be like, we're ghosts, grr, Boom. we want to kill the Power Rangers, because they got murdered, uh, mm-hmm. but apparently they're still around as spirits. Vengeful, like, their revenge is strong enough to keep them... Yeah, experience. bound to this plane because uh-huh. they're just so angry. Yep. Uh, they're morphing energy ghosts. Yep. Uh, the rangers get into the city, and then uh, most of this is um, Sentai, but mm-hmm. obviously Quantrons are not from the Sentai. So yeah, you're right. we get a, a pretty fun uh, American footage fight with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. rangers and the, and the Quantrons. Um, and then... Uh, we cut up to Astronema and uh, uh, Ecliptor, and Ecliptor's like, ah, the, the rangers have intru- uh, infiltrated the city. And I, I feel like at this point, I'm a little, like, I've come to like Astronema more. I'm a little frustrated with, Astronema in particular, I feel like, suffers from the bad guy trope of, ah, yes, they've they, I always wanted them to do this. Uh-huh. Like she does this so she, much. She's always like one step ahead of them, but it doesn't make any sense for her to right. do it at she's all. She's like, yes, I wanted them to infiltrate the city at, that I hid underwater in order uh-huh. to to protect it from that, them. That's why I made the, the bait so obvious that their scanner couldn't find it un- until they thought about it. And- right. It's like, what are you talking about? Why would you want this? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you went through all this trouble with the cruise ship and everything, just like to make sure that they found you. They could have found you before without doing all that. And also, it's not like she has a trap for them. She just says no. that she wants this. And like then- she, 
Like, like her plan yeah. falls apart because of the Psycho Rangers in this episode, and still she manages to win somehow in the end, even though it doesn't make any sense for her to. Right. So they 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 are able to find. I guess she does sort of have a chap trap, but I, I didn't get the sense that this is what she was. I like, mean, it's it's not a good trap, but do. the Rangers are yes. dumb. So right, yeah. So they um, the Rangers split up to search uh, for the people who've been kidnapped. Uh, and Andros and Cassidy or Cassie uh, find this the room that where Bulk Skull and Phenomenus got turned into uh, cards, mm-hmm. and uh, Cassie sees this machine coming down last second and pushes Andros out of the way, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Andros tries to reason with uh, Astronom. Oh, I'm sorry, no. Cassie is like Astron. Uh, no, uh, Corone, we're friends, remember? Uh-huh. And she says, I'm not programmed to remember, which really <laughs> cracked me up. Yeah, she's got her memory erased, not her yeah. feelings or whatever, apparently. Right, I guess her, I guess her, ch- like, three Borg, Borg chips yep. removed all of like, uh, her yeah. memories also. Fire um, not found. Yeah. So Andros goes to blast the device, and uh, Astronomer is like, "If you do that, then she'll die. Uh, she'll die because yep. she's currently like turning into data. She's in the pattern buffer because this is Star Trek Tron Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. thing. Yes, totally. It's it's very much we're we're turning them into data for the teleporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, what Andros opts to do instead of save her is just stand there and. And uh-huh. him and all the other Power Rangers also get turned into data cards. <laughs> yep. That's, that's now that, I, that, at, the, at the point you saw Cassie get turned into data from a big ceiling laser, maybe the first thing you would think is do not out from stand under, under the, the ceiling yes. laser. Yes, it's it's like a big <laughs> – and also later we're going to see that it's like pretty precise. You have to point uh-huh. it specific. Yeah. Uh, and just, and just like leave the room. So, like just right. stand in the corner over there. Like Andrews is like – I can't stop you, so I'll just stand I'll just here. Die. Yeah, guess I'll, I'll just die. die. Guess I'll die. Uh, it's yep. the guess I'll die meme, exactly. Yep. Um, so, uh, Astronomer turns all the Rangers into data cards. That's it. The end of Power Rangers yep. in space. Yep. Or it would be, except that uh, the ge- the the Ghost Psycho Rangers are here, and they're yep. like, uh, we can this use is those th- cards. Yep. Right, and this part I actually like because the, the the part of the Psycho Rangers I like is when they're so obsessed with yep. killing the Power Rangers that they do dumb shit. And <laughs> they're they're so obsessed with killing the Power Rangers that they bring them back to life. Exactly, they're basically like Astronema can't take those because we have to kill the Power Rangers, so we need yep. to turn them back into to humans so that we yep. can kill them. Yep. Uh, so Astronema. Uh, gives the cards to Ecliptor and is like, you just kind of hold on to these. I'll see you later. <laughs> and uh, and then um, the the I guess because they are like data ghost data. I don't yeah. know exactly, but they they're, are able to s- use yeah. the machine to come back. They're to they're, they're like yeah. Sigma from Mega Man X at this point. They're like a virus or something, and yes. they just use the machine to build themselves back into physicality. Yeah, yeah. So they they use it to to recreate their physical bodies, uh, and then 
And then they just curb stomp on Ecliptor for a while, uh-huh. which is really like, funny to e- me. Ecliptor sh- shoots the Psycho Red, and he just like puts his hands up and reflects it back at him. It's yes. And at this point, he, they're just invincible, I guess. Yeah, and he grabs the. Uh, the also, he Psycho Red is like, "Oh, you dropped these finders keepers, losers weepers," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, Psycho Red, are you five? <laughs> like, that's fine, I guess." I mean, if you're like clowning on Ecliptor the way they are, like they they fight him for a bit and they keep like teleporting out of the room while when he's about to hit them and then they teleport back in. It's like all jump cuts. It's actually pretty cool, and I feel bad for Ecliptor because he has no chance in this fight. It it really feels like when somebody's outmatched in like Dragon yep. Ball Z, yep. where they like can't even get a handle yep. on on where the person is, uh-huh. and then they all five of them use their force lightning at the same time and uh, just blow the shit out of him yep um and then because they're the smartest villains they're like Uh okay now let's bring the power rangers back to life Uh and so they feed the cards into the machine and bring all the power rangers back to life and are like haha we're so smart and good at our jobs uh (laughs) now we get to kill the power rangers and it just really cracks me up yep this is (laughs) Like I I like it though. It like it makes sense to do that as a plot when you've created villains that have such a huge character flaw. Yeah, that- it, I like it too. I I think it's funny that like it's one of those things where where it's like, well, it sort of deflates the heroes a little bit that they straight uh-huh. up would have lost, but yeah. but also it is very funny <laughs> that you have these villains who are so like hell bent on killing the Power Rangers that they completely undo. The, like the most total victory the villains have ever had in Power yep. Rangers. Yep. Um, <laughs> it cracks me up. But yeah, they're mm-hmm. just like, hey guys, uh, what's up? We're here to kill you. And then they're like, well, wait, but we killed you. You can't be here because we killed you. And the Psycho Rangers are like, you didn't do it good enough. We're, we're fine now. Don't worry about the specifics. <laughs> it's funny because the... Um, <clears throat> the Sentai, I watched the Sentai arc of the Psycho mm-hmm. Rangers, and I do think it's like fleshed out and explained better. The part mm-hmm. where they become ghosts, not explained at all. Like it's just no, it's, it's this. Pe- yeah, people it's just, just like, do that when yeah, you're evil slash determined or something enough, you just get to be a ghost. Don't worry about right, it. Exactly. Um, so they're like, we're gonna have the pleasure of destroying you once and for all, uh, but. But what's up? Ecliptor was isn't dead, <laughs> and then this is again my. This is when I'm like, oh, the Power Rangers aren't that stupid, I guess, because uh-huh. the Psycho Rangers start fighting Ecliptor, and they're like, well, what we should do is leave. Yep. We should just go. <laughs> which Please is, not stand under the laser anymore. Yeah, it's so fu- funny that it's like their plan is. I mean. It's what they should do, but the yep. Power Rangers are usually stupid, you know, lawful stupid. Uh, uh-huh. And so I was surprised to see them be like, well, let's yeah, just they, get the they, fuck out of here. They, they don't even feel bad about the fact that the Ecliptor, who just kind of saved them, is getting beat down. Right, Ecliptor like has – and Ecliptor specifically has, like, saved uh, Andros before uh-huh. and uh-huh. is is clearly more of, like, a, uh, you know – I mean, he's not a good guy, but – no, like. Uh, you'd think they'd be like, well, they're going to just take that guy apart. We should stop yep. him. No, goodbye. No, Later. okay, bye. You're a bad guy. Let's just leave, let the other bad guys completely destroy you, even though he does survive this episode. 
they all but like Robert De Niro curb stomp kick him in the face. Like yep. it, they really just beat his ass for a mm-hmm. while. Like literally holding two of them holding his arms while the yep. other ones kick him in the stomach over yep. and over again. Yep. And it's just like, oh, okay. Jeez, sorry, buddy. This is just like a mob hit on Ecliptor. I feel yeah. really bad for him after this episode. He got like the short stick in the season, I feel. Should have been Yeah, cooler. I like Ecliptor's voice a lot, and I yeah. think early on he has some cool fight scenes, and then there's kind of just too much going on. Yeah, I think he hates like, Arconda, then the part the Psycho Rangers hate him, and then like his, his stuff relationship with Arconda's with f- fun, but they do it like too much. Yeah. Like there's too many of those, yeah. and and then yeah, after that he just kind yeah. of fades into the background. And a his relationship bit. with Astronomer is almost interesting sometimes, but it doesn't really go anywhere. It's kind of yeah. disappointing. Uh, but yeah, so he he's literally just like laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I paused it there, and I like to imagine him just looking at the sky and being like, boy, I made some choices that I really don't. <laughs> how did I come – how did it get to this? How did I get here? You might be wondering how I got here <laughs> in this position. Uh, but yeah, let's take a, a quick break, and we'll be right back. Imagine a world where magic exists, but humans don't. Our janitorial staff believes that the mimic infestation has been taken care of. Now imagine a magical school in that world that isn't influenced by a turf. Nothing bad has ever happened in magic school. Imagine that this school exists on an island where a goblin, a werewolf, and a fish girl work together to make a better world for themselves and others. Toilet mimic! Now imagine that this world exists in a podcast that releases every other Wednesday. I, I think I'm kind of a princess, so, you know. Are you? I'm not, but, you know, I think I have that vibe. Congratulations. You just imagine Don't Cast, Don't Tell. The first campaign in the Bone Rollers podcast. You can find it wherever you find podcasts by searching for Bone Rollers starting February 2nd, 2022. And remember, being queer is magical. So after Ecliptor has his uh, existential crisis, uh, the rangers run outside and are like, oh, we've got to get the data cards that the people are stored on because they've figured out that all the humans have been put onto uh, data cards. Is there something about the experience of being a data card that, like, you know what you are at that point? Because they haven't seen the cards at all. No, I guess, wait, they they saw the one Cassie was on. So that's that's how they might put it together. Yeah. But also maybe because Phenomenus knows that they've been data cards later. And like he's right about that. I yeah, don't know yeah, about the other stuff. Okay, so it's time for another existential body horror minute where like much like being turned into pachinko balls. What is what does it feel like to know that you've become like a plastic a data tangle? card and you're just yeah. a card and you yep. can't move around? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't like it. Nope. Um now this is uh, we. This leads us into our next bit, which is that. Uh, so we've talked about a lot about Zane uh, mm-hmm. recently, Simon, and how yep. he is so absent from the show that it's weird, like uh-huh. way way beyond like what Tommy was, or at least like they would explain why Tommy wasn't there, mm-hmm. or or Jason wasn't there when he was the Sixth Ranger. Um, 
This cracked me up so hard because <laughs> Andros contacts Alpha and he's yep. like, Alpha, I need you to, I think he literally says, get a hold of Zane. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's like, okay, what the fuck is he doing? Like, where is he? Why is he? He's, like, he's always just walking around, just like taking a walk, I guess. You never see him doing any actual activities. He's just wandering. No. It's not, and it's not like, like they don't, it's because you don't see him as a civilian doing stuff, you don't see him on the ship. Like yep. it, it would, cause in the, um, in the Sentai, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say that silver is like, uh, like a member of the base that they operate out of, like mm-hmm. the, the member of the science team. And so like often he'll be working like, yeah. okay, I get, I get that. That makes sense. But in this one, it's like, it just doesn't like where the fuck is he? The only, <laughs> he's just we, vibing until he's called for. He's right, just, like I guess I guess maybe, he is sprinting before he's even called at this point. Okay, right, so yeah, yeah, he's just you, he. He comes in running towards like he's already in the city, but not morphed. He just ran there, right. I guess. Yeah, which also he does. He can teleport and has a motorcycle, so yep. running the least effective of the <laughs> options. Yep. Um. But yeah, he he. They contact him and he's there, or, or, or they tell Alpha get him to uh, find the data cards while they mm-hmm. fight the uh, the Psycho Rangers. So they fight the Psycho Rangers. They use their uh, team up special attack, uh, and it doesn't do anything other than turn them into their monster forms, which mm-hmm. um, we've talked about a little bit. I don't; they're fine, but I do, I like the Psycho Ranger costumes more. Um, but yeah, then we see Zane just sprinting, unmorphed. Uh, now, what really cracks me up about this is we do see Zane. So, so first, Ecliptor is like, "I'm still alive. Hey, yep. I'm going to stop you." By the way, I'm really going to shoot you with my me. lasers. You're yeah, you're unmorphed. Clearly, like, surely this can't be the third time I get beat down in this episode. Like, this is a freebie for me. I can kill you right now, right? Yep, and Zane does it does it like a quick morph. He doesn't even do a full one, and yep. he just uses his just, weapon and just yep. like, hey, Ecliptor, go take a nap, bud. He 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 gives him the mat special. He just fucking shoots yes. it with his gun a lot. Yeah, a whole bunch of times, and yep. then because his the super silverizer is as we've discussed before, it's a gun, a gun that's also a sword. Yep, uh, he he also cuts him up, uh-huh. uh, and then I really clipped our buddy. Just like <laughs> take the day, take, take the rest of the yeah. day off, man. It's, yeah, it's not just your like day. play possum. It's <laughs> fine. Um, and so so then then there's there was a scene that cracked me up when I was watching it because. Zane is in the room with the uh, with the device, uh-huh. and there's so first of all, there's no music in this scene, mm-hmm. uh, which I noticed because for like tension. I feel, I, well, I guess for tension to to me the way that it it uh it plays off is like he is not in any hurry whatsoever, no, like no, because right. because he is just like there's no music, yep, and he's just looking around for these data cards. Yep. It's like, all right, and, if I was a data card, where would I be? Second drawer in the and, file drawer over there? No. Yep. 
Third one? Yep, yep they bingo. Are, they are literally in a big filing cabinet, which is very funny. Uh, and then he's like, okay, so I got to adjust this, and I'll put this here, and uh, move the little aperture around. And, like, if this was a comedy scene, they'd be, they'd be cutting back and forth to the Rangers getting their asses beat uh-huh. while he's just, like, He says he needs to adjust the azimuth a little, which... Like, yeah, what the that's, fuck is that? That's like Zane? a nonsense geometry term. There's no way. Like you just saw this machine for the first time in your life. You're just making shit up at this point, right? But yeah, but it almost plays like a joke because uh-huh. it's just like you, you cut to them, the Rangers getting their asses kicked, and then cut back to Zane, and he's just like, "Okay, so I think I got it. So I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, try this," and, <laughs> and he lets out bulk skull and phenomenus, um, uh-huh. and. Uh, then, yeah, Phenomenus weirdly understands what's happened to them, which, mm-hmm. like, he, Balkan Skull are like, oh, and Phenomenus is like, don't worry, boys, we were changed into data cards by aliens, and we're <laughs> moments away from being turned into mindless zombies, but we're okay now, and it's actually pretty funny. I do like this bit. Um, yep. But, yeah, I, I like, it's, it's frustrating Balkan Skull are in season six so little mm-hmm. I feel like I I kind of get it because well, they, I they, feel they like have their big moment at the end of it that's that's the big yes. one that people yeah they remember. do um and I like that they're I do like that they I don't know if we've really talked about it I like that they're just dressing punk now yeah like because at the beginning they were dressing they, they, they've gone in, full like, circle they, they, and stuff they, they, yep. they've, they've done the entire hero's journey from you know punk to cop to right. Private investigators to monkeys to, to invisible jobs to uh, working for a mad scientist and back to punks. Yeah, exactly. Now they're just like they're working for phenomena still, but they're just like, but this is just like a job. Like we're, we're whatever, we're fine, and we do dress normal. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Rangers are fighting the um, the psychos, and Zane is like, "Hey, get them into the control room." Uh, because Zane is, is the smartest one of all, I guess. Uh, and he is turning everybody back into, you know, he finishes up turning all the humans back into humans. Um, we see that Sylvie is safe. Uh, and then uh, also Alpha has been teleporting all the, the humans away as yep. he do, does this so that they're safe, which yep. is smart, actually. You yeah. want to do that. You don't want them to stay in the underwater city. Yeah, and he didn't teleport them to Alpha's magical Christmas no. this time. No, to, just... to Angel Grove within right. mere meters of Sylvie's mom, which I guess maybe she was in another card and got teleported at different the, time. This actually, I'm not, I don't remember if her mom got captured, but this is where she got taken from. Okay. So it would make sense that her yeah. mom was looking there. So yeah, that this was like the plaza they were in when they all got Mm-hmm. Uh, abducted okay um but yeah so then uh so, so yeah they're safe she's safe uh reunited with her mom uh zane is like okay i think i've got it set up I, i'm i'm ready to spring my cool trap the rangers run in the psycho rangers run in and then zane immediately tries to turn the uh the psychos into data cards but yep. There's, it's too, conf- it's like that scene in the first new Star Trek movie where, uh, 
where <laughs> Chekhov is trying to like, no, I have to lock on to the signal yeah, 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 to yeah, teleport yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. that. It's this, that Star Trek thing. And Zane says, oh, good thing I've played video games because, you know, all those games about little dots on a radar where you have to put them in the middle of it with a joystick. Yeah, I also do like that the radar has the blue, like blue dots yep. for the rangers and yep. red it's for a, it's the... A, it's an evil, like, sensing radar, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it knows that the, 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 they're bad. Mm-hmm. So, so he's like, I need you guys to get them into the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd see a little bit of them, uh, the rangers, like trying to force them into the middle. Yep. Uh, and they're pretty much able to do it. I do like, like, I guess he, he has to be doing this, but it is funny that Zane is just like. He has just to adjust watching. like the azimuth yeah. and the, the, yeah. the perihelion of the, of the yeah. laser of, to of, like of the whatever the fuck. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they get them into the center. He activates it and they're like, we got it. But then Psycho Red grabs, uh, uses his weird tentacle to grab Andros, which they uh-huh. then chop off uh, and then it works and they turn into data cards. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite thing, which is that the shot after we see Zane retrieving these cards, uh, Andrew still is just holding this tentacle prop. He's just yep. got it. And yep. it's like really long. It's yep. like longer than he is. And yep. it just cracked me up that he just still has it. Um, But yeah, Zane's got the data cards that have the, uh, the psycho Rangers uh-huh. on them. Uh, and Zane has now, them like he's holding them in his hands at this point. Yes. We yes. should point out Zane has the cards. He, does drop them. Oh, they you see. Show, oh, you do. Okay, yeah. They okay. show them on the ground. But, I, I mean, I know what you're going to say, and I uh-huh. think it's still completely valid, which is yep. basically the the building starts exploding. <clears throat> they say that the city is overloading and, like, the whole place is going to blow. Um, so they leave uh, and they, they all run out and uh, we teleport. I guess they teleport up to, to the, the beach um, maybe that's just like the closest area cause ocean. Uh, and then they're like, haha, we've destroyed the psycho rangers finally for good. Anyway. Oh no, where's Zane? And then we cut to commercial with two minutes left in the episode for a cliffhanger. And then Zane's just like, hello, hi, what's up? This, man, I know that they do this every once in a while. This is maybe the most worthless cliffhanger ever of just like, <laughs> we cut to commercial, come back, and yep. he's just like, hi. Yep. Why are I've you yelling there. my name? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they, they're like, where are the data cards? And yeah, he dropped them in the explosion. Um, but they're like, whatever, the whole fucking uh, city exploded. So I'm sure it's no big deal. And then we do cut up to uh, Astronema, uh, and, you know, L- uh, uh, now in Ecliptor's defense, he's like, Princess, I did not anticipate the ghost Psycho Rangers turning back into into corporeal beings and ruining <laughs> your plan. Yep. Uh, and she's like, don't worry, I always have another plan. Thankfully, she did not also claim that this was part of her plan. Cause, no, because... Shut up. Yeah, I mean... Uh, how but how yeah, she even knew that those cards existed? Like, she wasn't at the right. base when the Psycho Rangers no. were out there. Like, she so wouldn't even be thing. able to know yeah. that there are cards and she has them, even though they were, like, 
laid out on the console for one second before the whole place exploded. Right. So she got these cards somehow. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but she managed to get them. Um, I they don't show up again in 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 space, but this is what the team up for the next season right. is based around. Yes. Um, I think she ends up like going because I think it's by the time that she is the she's pink the ranger, pink ranger, yeah. And, and like, so she's like trying to find who she gave them to or okay, sold them to. Okay, that would make sense. Okay, that's a, that's a good hook. They, they, there's no way they planned this. They just realized a year no. later that they left this plot hook, plot hook hanging and like took it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh wait, remember how we have uh, the perfect enemies for for two team teamed up team uh, rangers to fight, um, and uh, and we can just do that. But yeah. So she's got these cards. I, I, this is the end of the Psycho Ranger stuff in the in the um the Sentai. So like, they're. I, I assume that they they didn't. This yeah, there's, there there's was four no more episodes. Other. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, and it's pretty close to the end of the, yeah. the season. I like the last two um, are two parters, so there's only two more standalone episodes. I don't think the Psycho Rangers are involved again. You're right. No, I'm pretty sure they're they're done. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I will also say there's a pretty good uh, outtake of Bulk and Skull because they're just supposed to make a, a shocked face as they get like turned into data, and then mm-hmm. they'll edit them out. Yep. But it just holds on them doing yep. it for a really long time, and that made me laugh. Yep. That and they make goofy faces, and Jason Harvey yeah. is sick of being in Power Rangers. Did you did you ever notice like how in the opening for this season? You have when you when you have a shot of Balkan Skull, like Skull just kind of grins, and it looks like the the fakest, like not even trying for the camera thing ever. And that's the shot that yeah. keeps playing in the openings. Like, hi, yeah, it's me, I'm Skull. I don't even care enough to be here. It, he, he definitely, I mean, because because Balk is in, I want to say a couple, ep- maybe like two. Yeah, or three he's in like episodes. two episodes of Last Galaxy with Professor Phenomenus, and Skull never appears again until Forever yeah. Red, I think. Yeah, and 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 but Jason Harvey clearly was like, I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. <laughs> He's like, he, he he was like, uh, he became a drama teacher, so clearly he has like he had higher like aspirations for acting than being on Power Rangers, and he was pretty yeah. tired of it. Yep, but which you know, good for him. It's just <laughs> it's like you can tell, and so maybe I, I don't know if that's part of why they aren't in as much, but mm-hmm. oh, but I think whatever. that's definitely part um, of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, I, I de- actually didn't notice that, but but now I'm looking at it now, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're 100% correct. I'm also being forced to once again look at Andros's Battleizer armor, <laughs> so that's good. It's so rubbery. It looks like it's so it sucks so much. It looks I like also wax. didn't. I also didn't realize we talked about it on the episode it showed up on, but it's uh, um, American, uh, like American specific. It's not from the Sentai, which. I, I was like, oh, of course. That's why it has the dumb fucking Batman muscles on it. Because mm-hmm. the, cause the toys around that time, yeah. they would make them super beefy. It's for like some they, they reused a bunch of molds. I guess it's, yep. you know, it, it was Bandai doing the toys. So it's yeah. not necessarily American toys, but, you know. Yeah, I still, it's just weird that they did that. Because they don't do that now. I mean, the lightning nope. toys aren't like ripped to hell. Well, but, I mean, but, it's because like the big, like, muscly superhero thing was like, from the 80s really and 90s, that time. and that kind yeah. of faded off since then. 
But yeah, that's the episode. It's it's like pretty fun. It, it's yeah. like it, it's mostly Sentai uh, with a little bit of American footage. I feel like the pl- the like Astronomer's plan. I, I mean, mean, it worked. I, and it, I understand. It, 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 there was a wrench in the works that she had no control over, but it was right. a good plan. It's just one of those where, like, I kind of didn't understand. I feel like they did not explain it very well, and I get that it's Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, it's, but usually- it, it, it's too convoluted, and it only worked because the Power Rangers are stupid, but still, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, and I do feel like usually that that, that is the last problem, is mm-hmm. that it's too confusing. Usually mm-hmm. it's, like, very simple. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so it, it's a it's fun. There, there's uh, the next episode uh, has a lot of wild shit in it uh, in terms of like shots, which is is Ooh. is fun, and I'm excited about that because I feel like the um, I don't know. I feel like we've we've gotten th- this last one has been a lot of like standard Sentai footage, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's still fun. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Uh, it's we, you know. It's pretty short for us for TWA, mm-hmm. but whatever. There's only two uh, of us. Like, there's... yeah, there's only two of us. But I did want to talk to you briefly because mm-hmm. you're here. I'm here, and uh, uh, as longtime listeners might know, the way that you play games is that you have built an <laughs> algorithm to tell yeah. you what game to play next right. instead of playing yes. like new releases. It's because of my so weird been, brain. So you've been playing. I mean, listen, I got one too. I get uh-huh. it. Uh, but you so you played Tales of Hearts, the oh, Tales yeah, game for the PSP. All right. It's time. It's time for the, the the Tales Minute, everyone. Tales Minute. There you go. That that was a clean voice clip. You can take to put yeah. the theme song, Eric, if you want. Tales Minute. Here goes. Um, I okay. I liked it a lot. That's that's the scoop on Tales of Hearts. Uh, it's my okay. I haven't played every Tales game because there's a lot, but it's. But you've it, played um, some of the ones people really like. Yeah, like I mean, Vesperia I played Vesperia, and, Symphonia, Cesteria. Uh, yeah. Anyway, of the ones I've played, I would say Tales of Hearts, which is only available in English as the remake the that PSP. came out on the Vita, which is on oh, uh, the Vita. Sorry, yep, yes. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, probably the least or second least played game in the whole franchise yeah. uh yeah. it's it's my second favorite game in the franchise now it's like that rules shockingly it's, good yeah yeah it's crazy that because that, i that's why i wanted to to mention it because like i i'm a big fan of those tales games i played uh, mm-hmm. uh i just played the most recent one tales of arise and mm-hmm. i thought it was really fun um I loved the last one, uh, Bersaria, and I think yep. that uh, Arise was good too. But I've never played like because uh, Tales. If you're not if you're not familiar, mm-hmm. the the Tales RPGs are like action RPGs yep. where you're playing as the character, and then the rest of the your party runs yeah. around and is or, controlled or by. Or you AI. can play it in co-op. Obviously not in yes. arts because it's a handheld game, but yeah. But it's one of those RPG series where it's like there's so many of them, and yep. I just didn't know that. Like, because I feel like they put like you know they would put them out like around um like when Xbox uh, 360 and PlayStation were um like had fairly different catalogs. Mm-hmm. They would put one out on each yep. system. Yep. 
but there was were like completely different yeah, games. Yeah, Vesperia, like they they got more ports in Japan, but here Vesperia only had a 360 port until the like the remaster a couple of years ago. Uh, right, and then like on PS3 there was like three that were exclusive to it, like Zillia One and Two and Graces. Right. Yeah, and it's just weird because it's like this. It's a series where they would put out whole ass games on on like platforms that. You know, Vesperia is one of the ones people like, and mm-hmm. nobody bought the Xbox 360 in Japan. Yeah, uh, that, that was weird, because, uh, like, everyone everyone I know who is a fan of JRPGs and who had a 360 back in those days, like 2008, loved Tales of Vesperia, because it's one of the few, like, exclusive J- Japanese RPGs on the 360. Right. But but they would just put out a whole game on somewhere and then yep. like never port. It. I mean, and some of them in, in they Japan, would like Vesperia got a PS3 port in Japan, which is obvious when you think about it. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, and and so like hearing that there was one on the Vita, which uh, again, which was a, like which was a remake of a DS game that never got translated. Uh, that's wild. Yeah, and the yeah. Vita one like is the only one that where they didn't do English voice acting, so it's all like Japanese VA text. but translated text. So you have to like okay, be ready gotcha. for that also, and there's like a couple like cringy like anime humor in there. With by which I mean, there's a skit about like talking about undergirls, underage girls' ages, and there's like a young girl who's like two thousand years old, make jokes about it. This is robot. something that the t- I is it makes the Tales series a problematic fave yep. for me, where there's like a lot of like. An- and and I say anime jokes, and that's not fair because I know that no, lots of yeah, anime is not right. this way. But like the you know the anime aimed at teen boys, yep. where it's like a lot of boob jokes, yep. a lot, lot of, of boob jokes like and tears of hearts because one of your party members has <clears throat> big breasts, and there's a bunch of skits where they everyone's yep. talking about her things without saying what they're talking about and describing like their big honking bazongas and then and it's, it's like oh talking about her bags of money <laughs> yeah and it's it's definitely one of those like uh yeah if you can't get past this that's fine yep but but uh yeah it's you can usually skip those also yeah. this the little skits um but yeah so it's you you really liked it that's I, I really liked it so I if, I, if i can like just like give you this brief synopsis is the story of that is you're this kid and who meets a brother and sister who are on the run from a witch and uh, they're called somatics because they have these weapons that use their what's called spirias that are pretty much the force like their spirit energy or hearts and kingdom hearts or whatever Uh, so and like to escape like what happens basically is the hero accidentally shatters the girl's psyche and emotions into several tiny shards that all spread over the world and she becomes basically like a blank slate robot thing and you have to go around and hunt the parts of her personality that have kind of infected people in different towns so you enter a town and it's anger town or it's sadness town or it's like joy town or whatever that's actually pretty interesting okay it's like it's like a virus that everyone has and you have to figure out who has the shard of her personality and go into their mind and get it back and put it back in the girl new party and there's a big twist halfway through and the story completely changes what it's about at some point because tales that's tales does that a lot and the twist is like really good and makes a lot of sense and it hit me like a ton of breaks when it happened and i liked it a lot so there you go cool that rolls yeah it's just so fun because like the the vita which if i i mean i feel like people genuinely just might not know it was the second 
Sony portable handheld yeah. console. It's a it's a really good handheld, but like it had it, just, it, it had no games. You it, know the PS3 has no right. games meme. Well, it's Vita actually has no games. Like it's it's more yeah. appropriate for that. Like people I know who liked the Vita were like, yeah, I use it to. It kind of like a lot of people are like the Switch is for indies. Like yeah. that's what it's for. I feel like I remember that being the case kind of for the Vita, yep. but 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 like it was way less. V- yeah, Vita had that, and it's like it had fine versions of indies that you can play handheld. That was the main selling right. point, and also it had the best version of Persona 4 for a while until it got ported. Oh, yeah, per- Persona 4 Golden yep. yeah, was on was on there, yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, so like there is tech, isn't there like a PlayStation uh, Vita TV Yeah, there's thing? a PlayStation v- TV that you can't use anymore because well okay oh. no sorry that's not true you can still use it because the vita store is still up but you can't directly use your credit card on the vita store so you have to go into like a ps4 or something put money in your wallet and then you can buy stuff from it and the ps tv right. has pretty much every vita game on it except what's been delisted and uh anything that requires the touchscreen because the ps tv is just on your tv so so this is this is like this is actually because I, I knew this day was coming, right? Mm-hmm. But like, this is maybe the first time where I'm like, I just think that that's a game I'm not going to get to play. Yeah, that sounds good. It happens. Like, well, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to go ahead and advocate software piracy or anything here. But sure, I, I sure. bet there's a Vita emulator out there. You can probably, get. probably. But but it is interesting that like I feel like generally people. You know, one of the things people are like, well, whatever, the the games that are worth it will get ported, so it's not no, that this big will, a deal. this will this will never get ported. Right. That's the thing. That's that one's not ever going to show up anywhere else. Yeah. Like it, nobody even know I'd barely ever even heard of it and I like that series. Yep. So like it it sucks that we're at a point where because the companies that own this shit don't want to Yeah. It's, like, not worth it I mean, for it, their... It was barely an effort to begin with, because, like I said, it didn't do the voice acting. And there was like, okay, right. so no one has a Vita, but people really like this one, and it's a remake of it, so we're going to put it out in a limited fashion. I bet the, like, physical run of this game is very short, and it's probably very expensive to get a physical card for it, but there you go. Yeah. So so it just sucks that, like, the those companies are like, well, we wouldn't sell that many of this, so it's not worth it to... to you know, go through uh, uh, the trouble of, of putting it out somewhere else, mm-hmm. but we will, but, but obviously if you pirate it, we'll sue you. Yep. So yeah, it, that's the, I mean, especially Nintendo has been really ramping up their bullshit lately with mm-hmm. that stuff. And it's yep. just so frustrating to yep. be like, they, okay, so you like, won't sell it to me, but also like, yeah, it, like it's, it's still, yeah. even though the Wii U has the same thing now where you can't like directly buy things on the store, but you have to go put funds in your wallet. It's still better to have a Wii U for retro Nintendo stuff than a Switch right now, which is fucked up when you think about right, cause it. Because the Switch console, like the virtual console thing is yeah. busted and doesn't yeah. you, work You can just well. buy the N64 games on Wii U still. So if you have a Wii U or you can get one for cheap and you want to play old nintendo games you should do that yeah. now before it goes it's, offline it's so funny how like so i i got the place i have a playstation 5 mentioned it earlier on the podcast i got mm-hmm. the digital version only because it's what i could get um and like so if you don't know there's a version of the ps5 that doesn't have a disc drive that's what yeah. i have yeah, yeah. Uh, you can only download shit mm-hmm. and it's so funny how like we're now in this era where 
theoretically access to games should be so easy because like you don't need physical copies yeah we're not limited by physical scarcity uh for games uh but also like there's just gonna be shit that yeah just vanishes and and then yeah you get like rockstar puts out the gta remastered it's absolute shit they got songs off of it and they took like the old version off of online stores for it it's right so you can't buy in the face yeah you can't buy the old version anymore because uh yeah yeah that's that shit suck like and like you said uh i'm not here to tell you to go pirate stuff but it seems like that's how we can preserve things, yeah. I guess. And we're not like, going to tell anyone if you do, though. We have no way of knowing if you do that. It's so funny. Like, I mean, I was just thinking about this the other day because uh, uh, I was talking to somebody about Metroid Dread, mm-hmm. um, which is that – do you remember uh, that AM2R yep. game, the, yep. the fan-made uh, Metroid 2 remake yep. uh, that, like – Basically, it got out there, and it was like a week they, later. Nintendo, yeah, yeah, and now I think he's has a job with like I want to say he worked on the uh, Ori games or something. Oh, that's nice. Like, good for him. Uh, but but like that said, it's there. It went on the internet once, and so it's there forever yeah. now. So at least we have that. There's like, that. That's kind and of like, the for, one uh, for at least popular things. That's the case, but. I don't know if you've tried to find things like a Final Fantasy OST lately or something. It's yeah, kind of starting true. to get hard to find those. Yeah, that's true. Because even because pi- like you know piracy, other like, people have to want uh, it. M- most for- like I, I, I'm a guy who downloads game soundtracks and like puts them on my phone to listen to. And like most games, it's pretty easy to find them. It's sometimes annoying because you have to download them like one track at a time. But, like, Square Enix has apparently gone on a rampage and, like, pushed the internet of all their soundtracks, which is a bummer because they're probably some of the most popular ones out there. Yeah, and, I mean, this goes back to the same fucking digital copyright bullshit where it's like, yeah. well, you don't want to sell it to me, so, like, why won't you let me fucking, you know, like, you took it all off YouTube so I can't... Uh, mm-hmm listen to it there either yeah. like oh, what yeah. the fuck I, I i made a nice playlist of like the remastered pixel remaster soundtracks for final fantasy one to five based on videos that were already on youtube like two weeks later all those were delisted because i guess content id killed them so that's oh, nice yep yep yeah so you know keep keep your physical copies of video games mm-hmm. and i'm you know, make backups, old CDs. Make up, make up backups. That's that's legal. You can it's do legal. that. No you one can do that. No one you can, can keep, stop you on that one. You can keep a copy for twenty four hours. That's not true, but that that was the lie that was on all the that emulation so sites weird. twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, for real though, you are allowed to backups shit you own. Yeah. So just just do that. But yeah, okay. I just wanted to talk to you about that because I thought it was really interesting that it's like, yeah, the 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 Vita remake of the DS. Japanese only game. Yep, is really it's good. is really good. I like it better than Symphonia. I, like I played I, Vesperia is my favorite one in the series. Then Tales of Hearts is, would be a second one, and then Symphonia. If that tells you, what anything. are you gonna What are you gonna do if your algorithm comes up, come pulls a game up that you just like can't pull, figure out how to play? Will you just skip uh, I'll it? Have ways around it. There's there's not Fair much. Enough. Like, I have a bunch of old games that are hard to find now. Luckily, that I can just pull out of my library but 
yeah, just some stuff like Valkyrie profile. I'll, I'll just have to look how much that fucking CD like is worth. Sega now. CD or no, like I don't. I don't have any Sega CD shit. I don't have Lunar One. Not even the remake on like on my backlog or anything. Don't worry about. Fair that. enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just curious because because I know you you and me are completionists, and sometimes our brain makes us do it. Like the, yeah, maybe the the oldest thing i have that's valuable is like skies of arcadia which i got on gamecube before it got super expensive to get so i have that but that gamecube disc of skies of arcadia is worth a lot more money now than what i paid for it so i have it yeah when you so so i you don't have to tell me how much money you've spent but i know (laughs) that you occasionally have been like well this is next and i it costs money it happens uh do you do you like resell those or you just keep them? I keep them. I'm a, I'm a weird hoarder. That's cool. Of video games. No, I mean I don't think. I think especially for that shit, it's like I would rather you keep it and enjoy having a cool thing than try to get as much mm-hmm. money out of people as you can. It's, like, it, it, it's, it's so. the thing where well, what if like in the future I want to play this game? I don't have it anymore. I'll hate myself. But I, there's so many games that, on my backlog that yeah, I, I've already promised myself not to replay anything I've already finished. So. I'm. <laughs> Trying to declutter the house, and I'm getting rid of a lot of crap. Uh, mm-hmm. But like video games, it's definitely like okay, unless it has sentimental value mm-hmm. or or like it's hard to play this, I don't need to hold on to it anymore. Like yeah. there's there's definitely exceptions. Like I have um, I have like the Japanese versions of all the NES Mega Man games, which Mm. if you don't know what Japanese uh, Nintendo carts look like, you should go look up Famicom carts because they're all different colors and they're they're real fun looking. Um, But but like, you know, out of all the crap I have, it's like I a lot of these are I just don't need to have them. But but but. Maybe I will because they'll stop fucking <laughs> reselling them every generation or I, something eventually. I have a complete inbox Sega Zesu three on the Super Famicom that I cherish. Damn! I when, when I got it, like a friend got it in Japan for me. It's not it's not sealed or anything. I opened it. I did play it. I snapped off those tabs and mice, and you guys to play it back in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder nice. how much that's worth now. There was that, that was before there was an officially translated version of that game. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, I just want to chat with you about that for a little bit. So uh, with that, we will wrap up the episode. Yep. Uh, and yeah, only four more in space episodes left. Almost so done with Zordon. Next... Almost, yep. Zord... almost, We're almost done with Zordon. 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 Yeah. yeah. And then uh, just a quick pro- programming note as a reminder, we will do our teens, teenies and tooties after that, uh, after we finish that up uh, for the in space uh, season. Uh, and maybe I... I might put together something for like the whole Zordon era, like a couple, uh, you know, awards. Like, because I thought about, I was like, what about Best Six Ranger? And I'm like, well, there's only three. And mm-hmm. like, I don't want to really give the award to any of these dudes. So uh-huh. we'll see. Um, but yeah, I so mean, it's Jason, next week. though. That's, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Is it's like, even though <laughs> it was kind of underwhelming, it's still the best of the yep. three, I yep. think. Uh, but I mean, there's yeah, anyway. Trey. That's like there's four actually. There's Trey of Triforia. All oh, right, I forgot about Trey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's gonna do it for us. Come back next week, and uh, we'll we'll continue to get towards the end of the Zordon era. Uh, so fourteen years with attitude. I've been Zach, and I've been Simo. 
And may the power protect you always.